It's time for the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores. Capital Mazda, Stevens Creek Mazda, Concord Mazda, and Team Mazda. Hey, it's Shondell Grand. And right now we've got a huge selection of brand new Mazdas with exciting spring incentives across our entire lineup. Plus, you can buy your new Mazda completely online with our exclusive no-brainer checkout. Don't miss the spring sales event at the DGDG Mazda stores in San Jose, Concord, and Vallejo. Coming to you from the heart of Silicon Valley, this is CUDA Confidential, the official podcast of the San Jose Barracuda, AHL affiliate of the San Jose Sharks. Now, here's your host, Nick Nolenberger. Hello, Sharks and Barracuda fans. Nick Nolenberger here. Earlier this year, we had a chance to sit down with Sharks prospect William Eklund as part of an exclusive interview for the Sharks 1991 Club, the global fan club of the San Jose Sharks. For more information about the Sharks 1991 Club and to sign up, go to sharks1991club.com. In this episode of Cuda Confidential, we'll play that interview. Without further ado, here's William Eklund. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, I think it's you no, know, it's been a it's been a hectic season. It's been a it's been a good season for mine. I think, and uh, I've accomplished things I, I I wanted to accomplish for my own goals. And you know, I'm just trying to get get better every day and keep going. I want to ask you, and this is and forgive my ignorance. We had a player a couple of years ago, and his name was Joel Shellman, but it started with a K. So. Back home, does it ever is it ever Etchland or is it always Eklund? No, it's always Eklund. It's just you know the the Swedes love to switch it up sometimes and <laughs> make, make it more complicated, but it's actually Eklund. Okay, okay, fair enough. I just wanted to make sure from a broadcasting standpoint, I had a little uh, thought in the back of my mind. I said, "Am I saying this right all year?" So I'm happy that we got that straightened out. Um, you scored your first goal in the NHL earlier this year. What a what a uh, accomplishment! Something you can. You can check off the box. It's something you'll remember for your entire life, and hopefully, it's uh, it was the first of, I guess, two because you scored the following night for the next game. But uh, take us back to score that goal. It, it was a beautiful goal, but to be able to check that box, what was going through your mind when you when you knew you had scored? You know, a lot of emotions. Uh, obviously, I've had a lot of chances before, and you know, uh, creating a lot of, of a lot of opportunities the game I got. So just to get that goal and get the good knee slide too, and just. You know, be, it was just a good moment for my, me and my family, and just just proud at that moment. So this year has been an interesting one because we've talked about this. You had some goals coming into this year and this offseason, too. You went back to Sweden after playing the nine games with the Sharks last year, and you wanted to get to the NHL as soon as the season started, but you've spent most of the year in the American Hockey League, and that seems like a premeditated decision by the organization to let the prospects really marinate. But to get to go to the NHL, play those games, does it fuel your fire next year going into next season? Because this is only a guess, but I would think it would be safe to say, and we can surmise that you're going to be in the plans next year to be an NHLer on a full-time basis, at least compete for a job. So does that kind of fuel the fire for next season? Yeah, of course. Like I, I think I, oh, in my mind, I wanted to be, be up here in NHL all year. And uh, I think I had some good games up there, a good goal. And next year I want to be a full-time NHL player and, you know, I'm going to work, keep keep working here every day to to get to that level. And in the offseason, I'm going to get even better. So I'm, I'll be fully prepared for next season. So I got to ask you, what was the moment, maybe this occurred last year, but when you knew you were in the NHL, maybe it was the guys on the ice, maybe it was the speed, maybe it was somebody you idolized. 
maybe it was the private planes or the meals. What was something that kind of clicked in your mind? Like, wow, I've made it to the NHL. Yeah, I think the private planes, just going on those, you know, uh, I'm used to the commercial flies and stuff like that. And just go on those uh, private planes with, with all the great players around you that you just look up to when you were younger. I think that was, that was like a wild moment for me and obviously very cool. So coming over from Sweden, it's a completely different game. We always hear about a bigger rink over in Sweden, maybe uh, less congested. Uh, there's more time to think and react and maybe make plays overseas. So to come over here and spend a majority of the season in the American Hockey League, which is a developmental league, do you feel like that was good for your development and for your career to just adjust to this style of play? Maybe not with the pressure and the bright lights that is the NHL. Yeah, of course. Like I think it's, I think it's been, it's been a good, good go in AHL. I think I, I've learned a lot of things there, and I think I, you know, obviously I uh, produced pretty good this year, and compared to last year, and that, that's one one thing that I wanted to do this year to produce more, and you know, I think my time there, I learned a lot of things from the older guys down there, and how how to how to act and how to come to the rink every day, and I'm uh, obviously trying to bring that to the NHL level and. Be a, be a difference maker up there too. Well, I think a lot of fans have a little bit of an idea of your style of play, given the small sample size at the NHL level, and if they've watched you play with the Barracuda as well. But in your mind, what is clicking in your game when you are playing your best? What's going right? What are you doing when you feel like you're playing your best? I feel like I'm, you know, I want the puck every time. Uh, like um, I'm screaming to get the puck pretty much everywhere I am. So that's when I know what like it's it's gonna be a good game, you know. Uh, and I'm always trying to have fun on the ice. Uh, you know, it's you're not always gonna have your best game and stuff like that. But if you always try to have fun, you will probably find your game either way. And you know, uh, when I just just know that I want the puck, I know it's gonna be a good game, and I'm gonna attack the net a lot. I want to ask you about tackling the net. We we spoke about it a little bit earlier this year. We had a, a Q&A session. I asked you a little bit about your approach coming into this year. And one thing that you mentioned, you said you wanted to score more goals. Going back to your last season in the SHL, had that one goal and you came in this year. It seemed like on a mission and you have double-digit goals in the American Hockey League. I think you're sitting at something like 16 or 17 right now at the Barracuda. You scored the two goals in the NHL. What parts of your game would you say that you worked on this year to score more goals, or was it simply a mindset that you're going to shoot the puck more, you're going to take it to the net? Was there something that kind of changed in your in your mind frame, in your approach? I think it was a lot of things, you know, obviously, you know, uh, to to shoot more in my head. I just had to get that mentality in there. I've always been a pass-first guy my whole life, and, you know, it's, it's, it's too predictable to be a pass-first guy. And so now I think I'm, I'm a more of a dual threat out there and also I put a lot of work this summer to to get stronger and get get my shot better and I think that's that, that has paid off this year I know you said Datsuk was the guy you kind of idolized as a kid as an NHLer that you looked up to is there someone in the NHL currently that you look at that you see some similarities in your game and theirs I think Matthew Brassal is a guy I want to I'm trying to look at uh, he's skating so so smooth and I want to try to turn to skate like him obviously it's just just those quick turns and stuff like that that's how I want to play my game and then take the puck to the net uh, yeah I like his, his his play style I looked it up and maybe the numbers have changed over the last couple of years but I think there's roughly like 11 million people 
in the country of Sweden as a whole, and there's like 40 million in the state of California. Yet the third most NHLers from a country come from Sweden, Canada number one, US number two, Sweden number three. And most of them seem to come into the NHL and they can skate great and they have a certain skill set. So what is it about Swedish hockey that uh, allows so many of you guys to make the jump to the NHL? You know, I think it's it's a lot of, we also had the bigger ice in Sweden. We skate a lot, a lot more sometimes, I would say. But also like we have a lot of good good coaching and stuff and a lot of good, of course, like Hakan and USA Valley. You know, a lot of guys that are famous out there for their skating skills and stuff like that. And obviously I, I skate with guys who can really skate in the summer, like Jesper Rath and Elias Pedersen and those guys. And just to see those guys skate makes me, you know, want to practice harder and, uh, you know, uh, become become even better. Uh, so uh, I think that's one one big thing. You mentioned Brat and uh, Pedersen. When did you link up with those guys? Was that kind of a post-NHL draft situation or is those guys that you've been skating with for years? I know Jesper Brat since I was a little kid, I would say. Yeah, I played with his brother when I grew up in the same team. You know, we he was he was four years older than me, obviously. But we, you know, I used to look up to him a lot when I was a little kid, and to see him how he practiced every day and stuff, you know. And then obviously more towards the these years, uh, it's been we've been going on the same ice and practicing with each other and you know uh, competing a lot. So it's 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 been good for for everybody's development, I think. Was that good for your self-confidence being on the ice with guys who are NHLers, established NHLers who have had great success and to be able to skate with them? Did that kind of maybe uplift yourself internally on that you maybe belong with this group and you can make that jump to the NHL? Yeah, I think so. You know, you see those guys, they work work really hard every day and, you know, you see why they're so successful. It's it's that simple. They're just practicing more than everybody else and to be with those guys on the ice and actually talk about situations on the ice with these guys just makes even more sense to that they're so good. So they help a lot, of course. You talked about getting bigger and stronger going into this year, and you do a lot of on-ice work in the off-season as well, but you did a lot of off-ice work. What was something that you did from a, I guess, workout standpoint that allowed you to gain that mass? Because I remember your draft year and then the following year when you came in this past summer, you look legitimately like you put on some real weight and that you were going to be able to handle the rigors of a of a full North American season. So what what did, did you do specifically to kind of help, I guess, fuel that fire and build that muscle up so you could handle those rigors? I think I you know, had a good good offseason the year before I I didn't really have off season at all. Uh, I had to to go to the um, you know, I had it was at the world 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 championship camps and stuff like that. Didn't really have off season, and I think that and this benefited me a lot to to get like I don't know four months of just working out every day and being in the gym and have a good good food guy who who helped me a lot too. And you know, every day uh, I think those things when I, especially when I was so young, it has been really important for me in my development in in the strength in the gym north american season the nhl season the ahl season it's long and it's it it grinds you physically it's kind of a uh war of attrition if you will from a from a physical standpoint just looking back at the the amount of games you played prior to this year quite a few less so how have you dealt with 
the amount of games this year? And is there anything from maybe a, a dietary standpoint or just a post-practice or post-game uh, workout standpoint that you've done to kind of counter the amount of games that you're playing this year? No, I think I, I think that's a learning point when you get here, you know. And obviously, I played less games last year and less game last year before that. So, I'm, you know, I, that's also a thing that like you look up to those guys who've been in the league for a while and how they act every day and how you're just going to approach every practice and games every day. And uh, I think that's something you learn when you play here, that uh, you have to be ready for every game and you're going to find your small ways to 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 be prepared and uh, be ready for every game. We could obviously tell and fans could tell when you when you speak to the media and stuff. It, it's not as if you have much of an accent. I know it's it's a big emphasis back home to learn English at, a, at an early age. When did you start learning English? And for some players coming over, it's a big and big adjustment. It's not for you. So has that helped a little bit too, just knowing the language, being able to assimilate into the U.S., knowing how to speak, of course, English? Yeah, I would say we learn I don't know, in school pretty early. And I don't know, third grade, maybe. We start learning in those small letters and small, small words. And, you know, it's been, it's been beneficial for me this year too. I also been with a group that has... Like it's it's no it's been no sweetster. So I've been it's been it's been forcing me to play to uh, to speak uh, English and every day, and it's been it's been feel like feel like a family. I, even though it's it's not a Swedish guy there, so it's been we haven't been, been having a real group, a good group in AHL, and then yeah, it's been it's been really good. It's funny you say that because my follow up question was going to be something that you said when I asked you about this a couple of weeks ago when the team acquired Jacob Peterson. Then you were up in the NHL and you had some Swedes on on the big club. You said you were a little bit rusty at speaking uh, Swedish because you hadn't been able to do it all year with no other Swedes uh, on the roster. So you said it was nice because in one way you had to just stick with English and, and continue to get better. Uh, at the other side, and I guess the other side of the coin, now you have some Swedes around you. Has that been nice as well, just being able to speak your own language? Yeah, it's been, you know, it's it's obviously easier to express yourself in your own language. And uh, you know, I'm still learning more and more English every day. And you know, to speak Swedish, I know uh, it's way easier and sometimes it's just relieving, uh, you know, in your head to <laughs> don't think so much. And uh, yeah, it's it's been great to, to speak with some Swedes too. I want to ask you uh, just your, your family back home. I know your mom had visited and that helped a little bit, I'm sure, with some homesickness and just feeling the comforts of Sweden and, and being back home. You said she cooked uh, quite a few meals for you. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're the oldest of the siblings, right? You're the, the oldest sibling. And uh, I know during the draft, they talked about this. You kind of overlooked the group. You, you were the, the leader of the clan, if you will. So I want to ask, how do you continue to communicate? Is it something you're FaceTiming them all the time? There's a big time difference. So how do you continue to, I guess, impart your wisdom on your younger siblings? Yeah, I figured out my my youngest brother, he wakes up uh, you know, six in the morning back there. So it's nine not in the night, not in the evening here. So then my dad wakes up. So you probably usually just call him right there on FaceTime and just, you know, always have a, a quick chat there. And you know, he always wanted to show me stuff and stuff in the morning. So it's, I've been trying to keep up talking to them every day. And, you know, obviously I got four brothers who, who all do their things and looking for what, what they're going to do in life. So I'm trying to speak to it, everybody I can as much as I can. And to see him on FaceTime is a really good thing for me too. You said you had four brothers. I know Victor plays a little bit. Did the others play as well? Yeah, they're getting there. You know, one is 
three years old, turning four soon. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, he's getting there. Uh, but the other, yeah, they're playing hockey, at, you know, every day. I think your brother, uh, Victor, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, 16 years old. So he's right in the thick of it. And he's good players looking at, at some of the, the stats. So are you guys talking hockey when you're on the phone? Yeah, we are. You know, he's we're, we're, we're different players, me and him. But he's actually, he's been having a real good season. And it's, we're, we're talking talking every day and sometimes play, play video games together and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, we, we talk a lot. Your dad, Christian, played professional hockey. You kind of grew up in the locker room. You played for your garden in the SHL. That's who your dad played for. You spent a lot of time in the, in the locker room as a young kid. Does he ever give you advice or do you guys kind of go back and forth? Is there is there that father-son slash coach-player relationship there? I wouldn't say yes or no. Like, he's he's actually not talking a lot of hockey with me. Like, me, because he knows there's a lot of guys who who want to say stuff in my, my game and what I have to improve and what I have to do. So he's been really good that he's just been a father figure for me, you know, and uh, we always usually talk other stuff. Of course, some hockey slips in there and we get, we talk a little bit about that, but for the most part, I think we just talk about life in, in usual. Yeah. It's probably a nice reprieve, I guess, uh, a break from all the coaches telling you all the different things that they want you to accomplish on a day-to-day basis. Your dad gives you a break. He, he says, some of them talk about things aside from, aside from hockey. Speaking of aside from hockey, were there other sports as a kid that you played? Any any other passions from an athletic standpoint? I think I had four practices at soccer. That was it. <laughs> four practices. Me too. I think I played about four games of soccer and then I hung it up. <laughs> yeah, and I, I couldn't do it. Like it was all hockey for me. So uh, yeah, four practices. <laughs> do you still follow soccer at all? Yeah, I do. I follow the usually follow my Swedish team more in in Sweden. What's uh What's the name of the team? It's Euroarden. It's the same oh, as okay, the- same city, same city, and and has a team as well. What is your favorite thing to do away from the ring? Play a lot of video games. Yeah, video games. So, what's the favorite game? Fortnite, I would say, or NHL. Those two. What uh, I think I asked you this last time, and and you said no. I asked you if you ever played with yourself in NHL. So, when you're playing NHL, what team do you play with? The, who? What? What's the What's the setup? Are you playing like full season mode? Are you playing against your buddies, or, or what are you playing? Uh, we usually uh, we play like play together in World of Shell is called and uh, we play like uh, against you know other teams and stuff like that you, you just one player and you play against other teams so it's yeah usually usually I'll play that who do you play with some of the some of your teammates you said Fortnite do you play with any of your current teammates in Fortnite yeah true you should have a good good squad Tristan Robbins uh, Adam Raska usually always on there and uh, Couple of guys, Weiss Blatt, Yamsab. It's, it's a, guy, a lot of guys who are usually on there. What have you made of uh, this team this year with the Barracuda? Because there's so many young players. You were part of the 21 class, but there's so many guys from that 20 class that are breaking into the professional level. What has it been like to have some guys around your age building those relationships? It's been really good. I think. I think you know some of these guys. You gotta have a. You're hopefully, gonna have a let sleep for a long time of your life and. You know, it's been a really good group because everybody wants to get better every day. And I feel like coming with that approach every day has, has been a good good thing. It's always compete against each other and stuff like that. So it, it's been really fun. What has been your favorite thing about living in the Bay Area? I think everybody's telling me that, that, that the weather is, is not that good. <laughs> but it's actually, I think it's really good this year compared to Sweden. So I have to say the weather. 
I know a couple of the guys have been complaining because we've gotten more rain this winter, I think, than we've had in, I mean, 10 plus years, as far as I can remember. This is like historic rain. I'm going to tell you this right now. The weather is much better than what it's been, and it's only going to get better. So certainly one of the best things. The Sharks are one of many professional teams in this area. You've got the 49ers that aren't too far away, and then you go up to San Francisco and Oakland. You've got major league teams, and you've got the NBA team, of course, and the Golden State Warriors. Have you been able to take in any other sports? Have you have you kept tabs in some of the other fellow Bay Area teams? I just been to baseball in the beginning of the season. It's uh, it's has been so it's been really, really busy. Uh, I think in the days you're you're so caught up in things. And uh, yeah, I've been to baseball all the time, and I know the baseball season starts now again soon. So I'll probably go go there again. I know they just had the World Baseball Classic, and one of the reporters asked Connor McDavid, do you want to get international hockey back? And he was emphatic on saying yes and how important it is to him. What are your thoughts uh, on the future of international hockey? I know they were supposed to do another international type tournament leading into this year that didn't happen, that could happen next year. But what are your thoughts on on potentially one day representing your home country and and international play as a whole? Yeah, you know, I would love to do that. You know, it's it's just a big honor to represent your country, and if that if that chance comes up, and you know, I, I want to do that, so that will be a big big thing for me, of course. Just looking back again at this this past year, what do you think has been? Maybe take the, the sharks moments out because I, I'm sure that would be at the top of the list. But what has been kind of the the most memorable thing that's happened to you so far this year? Yeah, of course, you know, being called up and score my first goal. I would say that's the biggest thing. And have my and my mom here too. It was was pretty special. What were a few things I, I want to ask about this? What what were a few things that you showed your mom maybe a, about your living situation, your cooking situation, and were there any concerns? Like were, were there dishes left in the sink? Were there clothes on the floor? Was anything that your mom said, "Honey, you gotta you gotta tighten up a little bit." I know I'm actually pretty good. <laughs> so uh, nothing very big, but she obviously she she helped me a little cooking, and she's a better chef than I am. So uh, she helped me a little bit and. You know, we just had a good time. Did David Quinn or anybody on the Shark staff or even anybody in the brass, the front office for the Sharks, give you any sort of insight on you, your game, and just the small little details to maybe help you out moving forward? Because, you know, everybody's a work in progress. You're a young player. Is there anything maybe away from the puck, defensively, anything that they kind of said, continue to work on this, continue to kind of round out your game in these different areas? Yeah, like... It's, it's it's small details I would say in the game. It's just not nothing that I have like pinpointed out. It's just like small details that you always have to uh, be aware of out there. And I think we gotta have. I'm gonna they're gonna tell me some stuff after the season, obviously, and that I have to to do better to, to next season. And I'm gonna take that and do better. Yeah, during the exit meetings, I'm sure they'll have some stuff for you. They'll have a, a trading regimen for you as well. But one thing I've noticed just watching you a lot this year is you do commit in your own end. And that's a big thing for a young player that that sometimes takes a little longer for guys to to be able to learn just because when they were in junior or in, in the lower levels before becoming a pro hockey player, they were relied on strictly to score goals or provide offense. And then when you get to the pro level, you've got to be a 200 foot player. And that's something that I think has been pretty apparent is you have no problem playing in your own end as well. And it's a good thing for you. And of course, an exciting proposition for you to get to the NHL on a more full-time basis coming up this uh, this next year. I just want to remind fans, again, taking in our Q&A, put your questions into our question panel here, and we're going to get to them here. So uh, a few minutes few minutes left, we're going to we're going to dive into some of your questions. So thank you again for uh, those who submitted and we'll get to all of them here. It looks like we got roughly about 10. So we'll try to get to all of them before we do close out. So we'll start with, excuse me if I'm pronouncing this incorrect, but I'm going to go Denna Oliviera. William has the highest drafted shark since 2003 and arguably one of the most talented prospects we've ever had. 
How do you handle the pressure of joining the big league? Yeah, you know, it's a good question. Uh, I think it's like, I, I didn't even know that. So <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm just starting to, you know, come to the rink every day and work on my game and stuff. I, you know, this boring stuff I just had to say. And, you know, it's, I haven't really thought about that I'm, uh, that I'm that. And I'm trying to approach every day to get even better and you know, keep my mind on the right things. All right, good question. Let's keep it going here. We... We've got, hi, William, I'm Addison. I'm tuning in from Livermore, California, not too far away. Thank you for answering our questions. I played a fence on a 14U hockey team and a, a co-ed team. I'm looking to increase my speed going from the offensive zone to the defensive zone. Any tips or suggestions to build up my strength? Yeah, I would say, you know, in the in the off season and obviously in the season too, you can always, I would say, work a lot, a lot of legs, like speed comes a lot from the legs and the core you have to you know have them to go in with each other in some kind of way and you know uh, get a lot get a good core i think that's a big thing because that controls pretty much all your body if you get a strong stronger core i would say you will have easier to get gain speed out there we'll continue on here hi william i am from calgary love it we've got somebody coming from north of the border and i have been a sharks fan since i was eight that was 13 years ago my question for you was how you got so good at the spinorama move and how you can use it so effectively. I love that question. Yeah, it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> I just, you know, I saw it a couple of times. Uh, some some guys trying it out. I just wanted to to add it to my game and uh, make it hard for defensemen to read me and make it, you know, it's now not this year. I think I make it made it more. Uh, better because i got it to the net more and now I will, I will try to improve it even more so i'll get get some more goals deno again so deno from edmonton alberta sweden is my favorite hockey country absolute incredible talent coming from there what is it like sharing a locker room with a swedish legend like ek65 yeah that's that's really cool you know every day i'm walking in and he's such a professional and you just see why he's he's so good and uh, i'm trying to it's obviously nice to feel some Swedish with him too, and you know, ask him a lot of questions about the league and how it works and stuff like that. And he's always open to answer those things. So it's obviously a really cool experience. Got another one here. This is Linda Riley. Linda says, "I am a Sharks fan from Chicago, and I have been to 15 Sharks away games. I went to San Jose this month to see two home games." which ended up being the games where you scored your first two NHL goals. Good timing. I had an emotional reaction to seeing your first goal up close. So my question is, what was the reactions of your mom, dad, and siblings of your first goal? Oh, uh, yeah, it was special, of course. Uh, all my family and, and uh, you know, I called them right away after the game. And they were, it was an emotional moment. Just to see my, my brothers have been looking up to me too and, Stuff like that. You just, you know, it was just cool to see them happy, and I just wanted them to be happy so they can see that it's it's possible to do those things. You know, uh, my dad was also really proud of me, and mom obviously too. So it was a special moment. All right, moving on. Good question. I love that one. This is Zach Croft, one of our biggest fans up in Toronto. I, I think you may have met uh, Zach or you've seen him on social media, but uh, he's a huge Sharks fan. He says, says, hey, William, it's good to see you again. Met you during your rookie season in Toronto. Every hockey player gets criticized on their play. What are the things you need to work on to get better so you can get on the main roster full time? 
one more thing for motivation. Keep shooting the puck. Do not hesitate shooting. Failure is not an option. Good luck the rest of the way. That a boy, Zach. Say the things I had to work on. Obviously, you, you mentioned too. Uh, I need to shoot even more next year to to score more goals. And uh, my my goal is to get the the shot to a better level to get it to elite level and you know, gain some even more muscles to handle a two season. And you know those those small things I had to improve to to get even better. All right, we've got Stephanie Lint, and she comes from Melbourne, Australia. She says, what has been your favorite part of playing in San Jose? Yeah, but the weather is better, <laughs> better in Australia. So, but yeah, I would say that the weather and uh, that's the best thing. Quickly moving on here. We've got a couple of more before we do close out. This is from Blake Provenza. I think I'm saying that correctly. My name is Blake and I live in Southern California, but I was born and raised in San Jose. Since coming to San Jose, what are some of your favorite things to do on your off days? I was just said a little bit. I like to play video games, but, you know, also, uh, you know, go by the hot tub or stuff like that in the nights. It's just, it's the great thing, you know, it's, with the great weather here, you can always, I feel like you can always go, go out and have to the pool. Uh, that's all obviously a good, good thing to do too. All right, we got another one here. It comes from Jai in Ackworth, Georgia. First off, I want to say congratulations on scoring your first couple of NHL goals. That is quite the accomplishment. My question is, what do you enjoy most about playing in not just the AHL, but also at the NHL level? You know, it's uh, I enjoy it the NHL level because it's I it's just so much fun up there, and you know I, I just like like to be on the ice and have fun and to be it's being that league that you've dreamed of your whole your whole life. That's that's that, that's so big for me and my family too, and that's why it's that's why I want to be there full time every time. And yeah, I think that's that's why. All right, one last question because I've seen a couple people ask it, so we'll just close out with this one. Any game day superstitions? Oh, I don't know. I go to the, you know, the same pregame meal place every time. Uh, I go to the same. Go my. I do my same routes. Pretty pretty similar. I go and have a half an hour at nap, and then wake up and usually drink a liter of water <laughs> and those stuff. But, and then I yeah. Then he just goes on from there. So uh, nothing crazy, but uh, yeah, a little, little substitutions. That'll wrap up this episode of Cuda Confidential. A big thank you to William Eklund. I'm Nick Nolenberger saying thanks for listening and so long until next time.